What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest, and you love Ernest, same guy, different name, back again with another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast. This week's, this week's guest, you can tell I'm tired, <laughs> no, this week's guest, we have a feminine uh, leadership coach um, that refrains, who aims to refrain what it means to thrive in one's career with spirituality and also dismantling dismantling old ways of thinking and doing. Please welcome our guest, Amanda Joseph. Thank you for coming on the show. Hello, thank you for having me, Ernest. All right, so first question, could you let us know about yourself and what you do? Yeah, so, um... I am a feminine leadership coach. As you mentioned, I help women really achieve their career and their personal goals without burning out. Um, and I teach them how to set boundaries, how to prioritize, um, I guess, what they actually want to achieve. We get so caught up in the hustle of life. We sometimes right. forget why what we're doing or why we're doing what we're doing. Um, so it's about giving yourself permission to take a beat, check in with yourself. Is this what I really want to do? Um, our schedule becomes so cluttered with things that don't even align with our values um, because we're so used to being in that, in that cycle. Um, so it's really just reframing of how we do, uh, how we do business, how we do life by giving ourselves permission to rest, to pause, to be okay with stillness, which I think for a lot of us, we've learned over the last two years with everything that's been going on globally, but it's still something that um, women especially struggle with. Yeah, exactly. So what experiences have led you to this path? I started my um, kind of spiritual journey when I was really young. I've always been interested in uh, spirituality. I grew up Catholic, but um, since then I've kind of expanded into more of a general spirituality phase. Uh, or belief system Um, and what really brought me into this is when I started my professional life I used to be a lawyer Uh, as I was working (laughs) in a corporate law firm don't hold it against me (laughs) Um, (laughs) I uh, yeah I was working in a corporate law firm and it was really all about the hustle and to get ahead or to to show that you were um you know, really productive, you would be sitting at your computer desk till 11 o'clock at night, even if you weren't actually doing anything, it was really about making sure you were the last one to leave, um, that your manager would leave before you, so he would see you as he's heading out the door and think, oh, okay, she, she's productive, whereas you weren't really being productive because the mind can actually only focus that much for about 90 minutes, and that's like at the extreme. Um So without being able to take those breaks, I was finding that, you know, I'd be getting home, downing some wine to be able to come down and then getting up really early to get into work again, shooting. I would probably drink like 12 coffees a day, not kidding. I would shake if I didn't have enough coffee and then I would shake if I had too much. So I was just like always trembling. (laughs) Um, It was crazy. And I burnt out by the time I was 28. I had um, a big crash and there was a lot going on in my life. And it really just kind of snapped me back to those spiritual practices that I had learned in high school and, and mm. you know, while I, was, while I was growing up and how 
to meditate and how to tune in. And then I started to do more research into it and I got my qualifications. I became a mindfulness and meditation teacher. Nice. Um, I became a Reiki healer. I became a crystal healer. I, I really just embraced that side of my spirituality. And over the last few years, I've just been tying it in and, and seeing how we can use that in our daily lives. Like your spiritual, your spiritual practice doesn't have to be separate from who you are at work you can embody those qualities and really shift the energy of the people around you it doesn't have to be because you're in a hustle workspace that's what happens because I actually work full-time as well mm. I run my business but I work as a sustainability advisor in a top tier construction firm so it's again you know somewhere that's long hours it's very masculine um you know an environment that's very masculine yeah. so yeah. productivity is high <laughs> um and stress is very high so yeah it's just learning learning how to balance that yeah um that was a great point that's getting right into my next question how do you what advice do you have for a woman to balance that type of productivity with the spirituality as well yeah tuning in to what your values are is probably one of the keys because I think through life we we're so influenced by our parents our family our community our you know social um web that we sometimes forget okay what is actually really important to me um and I think women tend to be a little bit more on that scale just because of our social programming, the social paradigm right. within which we live. We're expected to be the caretakers, be the caregivers, um, right. and we kind of forget to prioritize our needs. But the way we show up the best for our family and our friends and our workplace is when we can tune into what our values are. So I think that's the first step is really taking a step back and saying, okay, what is really important to me? What, what do I want to achieve out of this? And um, once you've got that core understanding of your values and what's going to nurture you and, and your priorities, you can start um, kind of pulling that balance in and looking at your schedule and going, okay, well, no, I, you know, going out for drinks every three, three times a week is, is not a priority because I really want to take care of my health and maybe that much alcohol probably isn't great for my health. Um, <laughs> so let's cut that down to one day a week and, you know, binge watching The Witcher, you know, until 11 o'clock at night probably isn't helping my sleep cycle. So let me see how I can retweak my routine. Um, but until you have that clarity about what you want, it's really hard to look at this web of our life and try to unpick the parts that we've just been programmed to do or that we've been doing out of habit. Nice, nice. Could you get into the importance of rest and also the pursuit of finding one's purpose? Yeah, I think so. As humans, we we've kind of, especially since the industrial revolution, we've been on this growth projection and of productivity. And if we think about it, our society has been created by the patriarchy. Yeah. And we have this expectation like masculine energy has testosterone as the primary hormone and uh, the way that hormone releases is very linear women have progesterone estrogen and testosterone 
So our cyclical nature is very different. We have peak productivities at different times within our, um, our menstrual cycle, within our, our normal cycle. So when we learn to really tune into our bodies and identify where we are within those cycles, we can actually bring different levels of productivity to different um, times within the month, especially for women. In general, when we're talking about productivity, we have this idea that we need to continuously grow almost in this exponential rate, but that's not sustainable. Rest is such a vital part of the productivity cycle and it's a very forgotten part, which leads to a lot of us burning out in our careers or you know, not showing up as our best selves, not only at work, but also in our personal lives with our families. And that kind of passes down to the next generation and that cycle continues. So it's really important I think, especially for our generation to take a beat and really look at how we look at rest and understand that switching off is not a bad thing. You're actually going to end up being more productive at work. Um, I can't remember the actual statistics off the top of my head at the moment, but there was um, a study done on productivity, especially in Australia, that was looking at our um, the amount of absenteeism that happens because people are burning out and how much that's costing the government but also presenteeism which is where people are showing up to work where they're having mental health issues at home or they're under severe stress and they're not actually being productive they're not actually doing their job so they're sitting at their desk they're warming the seat but as far as quality of work or actual productivity it's not really working Mm. and we see that cycle especially in um in Europe, where they are exploring four-day work weeks, how to increase productivity. And they're actually seeing economic growth get better rather than doing 12-hour days, six days a week. So it's just reframing how we think about these cycles and um, reframe what we think productivity is, because are we really being productive if we're hustling at work, but you know, coming home frustrated and taking that out on our kids. Is that really what productivity is? Yeah, it's a great point. Switching gears just a bit. I know when we talked before, you talked a bit about uh, this false sense of or false spirituality. Could you get into that real quick? Yeah. Um, I The way that um, spirituality is, I think a lot because of social media. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And social media is great for a lot of things. However, we have gotten into this cycle of, you know, um, toxic positivity. It's all good, positive vibes only. And that really keeps us dancing in the shadows and in the shallows. Um, When we can take that step back and embrace some of the darker emotions we have, anger, frustration, jealousy, all those emotions are actually our body's way of communicating to us that there's something missing. And um, when we can address ourselves with a little bit of compassion and go, okay, I'm feeling jealous that this person has done this. Um, you know, they they've achieved something that I really want. Well, that's telling you that you really desire that. So what is the feeling that you would have if you had that? Like what, what's the feeling behind it? Um, this false spirituality is really taking important spiritual tenets and tweaking it for 
um, not personal gain necessarily, but to feed into our schemas and our traumas and um like for example i've seen a lot of stuff i think we've spoken about this briefly around twin flames yeah yeah um and i always kind of cringe a little when i when i see that because they've taken a a concept within a lot of ancient spiritual texts about um you know uh, the duality of, of the human spirit. It goes back into archetypes, it goes back into a lot of um, different aspects. And they've dumbed it down to this kind of toxic romantic cycle where we think that a runner chaser dynamic is healthy, where it's actually just a toxic bond and it's coming from your own traumas, from you know your needs not being met as a child and you reflect this onto a person and you call it a spiritual relationship. And so you stay within the cycle for years right. because you think it's the spiritual expression where it's really not. Um, go deeper. Look, look at the look at the tenets beneath that. Look at the drivers within yourself that's making you think this unavailable relationship is really what you're wanting. Um, so that's only one example that came off at the top of my head. Um, but yeah. Oh, appreciate you for sharing. Uh, one of the last few questions I have, as a feminine leadership coach, what are some things you just want women in general who are listening to take away from not only what you do, but just this interview in general? Um, prioritizing yourself is not selfish. When you learn to really put yourself first, you're actually showing up as your best self for your children, for your partner for everybody else but it does come back down to you so when you learn to tune into yourself and to ask for what you need the people around you are not mind readers it's so transformative to your relationships to your career to how you show up for life in general you make space for more joy and abundance and creativity to flow through and when you're in that state of joy you really are serving the world in the most incredible way that only you can. So that's my passion. And I feel like the more women leaders are coming out into the world, are stepping into positions of power, the more we can see a transformation in the way the world works. I think we would see less natural destruction. We would see less wars. We just don't have that balance right now because a lot of the feminine qualities of cooperation, collaboration, uh, intuition, um, compassion are not valued within our paradigm, within the, the corporate paradigm, within the social paradigms. And as we step into our power and heal those limiting beliefs and traumas that we've had from childhood or inter intergenerational trauma that we've, you know, passed down from woman to child to you know grandmother to daughter to to, to mom um as we start healing those generational traumas that we have built in especially as you know a woman of, of color that adds a whole different layer to it yeah. um as we start healing those within ourselves we are able to show up in a more full and authentic way and that really just i think will transform the system and yeah, I, that's what I hope to, to, to help women achieve. And yeah, it's been great. It's lovely talking to you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Where can people find you? 
So you can find me uh, on Instagram. I'm at the Amanda Louisa. And my website is www.amandaluisa.com.au. I do work in the US as well as Australia. Um, so I'm in, I'm in Australia at the moment. Um, so I do, uh, I do also work internationally. Um, so you can find out a lot more information about how you can work with me. And there's also a free 10 page um, guide that I've got available at the moment. It's uh, called The Busy Woman's Guide to Less Hustle, More Flow. And it really uh, step-by-step takes you through what we just discussed today, which is, you know, how do we find our values? How do we set our intentions? And how do we declutter our schedules and really get more focused about what we want so that we can start manifesting what we desire with less um, less of the hustle and more of flow and ease and joy? Um, and you can find that on my website. Nice. I'll have all that in the description box below. Amanda, thanks for coming on the show. This has been another episode of the Earnest Thoughts podcast. Take care. Brilliant. Thanks.